0: Countdown to Tip-Off is on the air. Over the next 30 minutes, we're previewing today's MTSU women's basketball game. Blue Raider basketball is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, official team physicians for Blue Raider Athletics, Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, fans don't let fans, Drive drunk and by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, America's number one exit office. Now, here's the voice of the Lady Raiders, Dick Palmer.
1: Thank you. Good evening from the Murphy Center, Middle Tennessee, and Vanderbilt tonight in third round action in the Women's National Invitation Tournament, the Sweet 16, if you will as the Lady Raiders and the Lady Commodores will clash for the second time this season. We're on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University, which has been named one of the best in the U.S. by the Princeton Review for the third year in a row. MTSU become true blue. Dick Palmer, Dwayne Hickey with you for another edition of Middle Tennessee Basketball. The Lady Raiders come in 25-7. and Vanderbilt overall 16-18. and each team has won their first two games in this postseason tournament, so they are meeting actually for the second time in history in the postseason. That first meeting took place back in March of 2012 in the first round of the NCAA tournament in Nashville, and Vanderbilt won that game by a score of 60-46. to 46. How many starters can you name off that Middle Tennessee team?
2: Uh, Probably none. All right, here
1: we go. Iceland Eli. Oh, I should be able to name that, yeah. Ebony Rowe. Right. Shanice Kaysen. Yep. Courtney Jones. Yep. And Lakin Leonard. I remember all those ladies. And the Raiders shot miserably at Vanderbilt, only 28% from the floor, and were defeated 60-46.
2: That's why I forgot it.
1: (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a break, and – Uh, Dwayne will be back in just a moment with Blue Raider assistant coach uh, Kim uh, Bruton for the scouting report on the Vanderbilt Commodores that will be coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hi,
3: this is coach Nick McDevitt. Ascend Federal Credit Union is the proud sponsor and exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit Ascend's branch just off campus at 2316 East Main Street or any of their three other Murfreesboro locations. You can also keep track of your accounts and deposit checks on the go with Ascend's mobile app. For a complete list of services, ATMs, and locations, visit Ascend.org. Ascend
4: is federally insured by the NCUA. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help block your hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a slam dunk. That's
5: what I
6: said. Bunny Bread. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew.
7: All across the country, drivers are reaping the rewards for safer driving with the updated Drive Safe & Safe app from State Farm. Plus, with dynamic new features like interactive maps and driving tips, the pursuit of your discount is even easier. You can earn up to 30%. Just download the Drive Safe & Safe app from State Farm and get started. Just call me, Agent Deb Insel, at 931-684-5274 and we'll help you sign up today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
10: Blue Raiders play
2: here WGNX Murfreesboro Smyrna Welcome back to the Countdown to Tip-Off, Dwayne Hickey with Assistant Coach Kim Bruton, Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt Round of 16 in the Women's WNIT inside the Murphy Center and Kim, certainly everyone's happy to be playing basketball this time of year
11: Absolutely. You know, there's only 32 Division One teams that are still playing right now out of 300 and almost 60 teams. So we're definitely excited to be one of those. We hope to win tonight and continue to keep playing and all the way up into the championship game of the WNIT.
2: Well, certainly we know Vanderbilt. We played them earlier this season, won that game, but they're a different basketball team than they were early this season.
11: Absolutely. You know, when we played them, I think it was their third game, like you said, in they were learning, Coach Ralph. They had a new coach and they had some new players, and so they were trying to learn her system. And I think now they're more comfortable with that. They have more chemistry. They are missing a couple of players that played last time against us, but they've had some two freshmen that have stepped up big time for them. That were SEC All Freshman Team, um, you know. So it's going to be a good ball game tonight.
2: Yeah, it certainly is. So if you're a Middle Tennessee fan, who do you need to watch offensively for Vanderbilt?
11: Well, they're actually led in scoring right now by Anna Moore, who's right from right down the street she attended Blackman High School she's a freshman she's their best three point shooter she has no conscience she'll shoot them deep She'll if you have your hands down she will pull it you know so she's definitely a point of emphasis for our perimeter defenders and then they're led by a seasoned uh, senior guard in Jordan Cambridge. And the thing about her that makes her so special, she's an elite defender. She leads the nation in steals. She led the SEC in steals. She just broke the single record for steals at Vanderbilt in their last game against Liberty. And, you know, so we have to be conscious of her at all times because she's just such a good defender. And that's where a lot of her scoring com- comes from when she creates steals and is able to convert those steals to points on the other end.
2: Well, speaking of steals, that means defense. And what's Vanderbilt going to try to do against Middle Tennessee defensively? Oh, there
11: um, try to trap ball screens. They're gonna get after you. They're gonna pick you up um, full court. They like to trap. Once the ball gets into the half court, you know, so they're gonna switch things up. They are primarily play man. Um, they may throw some zone in there, you know. So they're gonna try everything tonight, just like we're gonna try everything tonight to win this game.
2: Well, Kim, as always, thanks for your time pregame. Go get them tonight. Thank you. That's been Kim Gr- Bruton on our pregame scouting report. We'll step aside take a break. Back with more from the Murphy Center. This is Middle Tennessee Women's Basketball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS.
1: Welcome back to our countdown to tip off. Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt, third round of the WNIT here at the Murphy Center tonight. Coach Rick Ensel's pregame comments brought to you as always by the Daily News Journal. And coach, we've got two teams who have played once before this season, but uh, it's been a long time ago. And uh, our roster's about, I mean, our lineup's about the same. Theirs has changed somewhat. Well, you,
18: you've had a lot of water go under the bridge since um, the beginning of the year. I think we played them a the third game of the year at Dick. And, uh, you know, it was a great game there. I've watched it back a couple of times. And, you know, I think we jumped out on them a little bit in the fourth quarter and ended up winning by 10 maybe. But uh, what I was impressed with was that they, they played hard. And they continued to do that the rest of the year. They were picked last in the conference, the SEC, and they ended up being like 11th or 12th, something like that. They beat some good teams and played some other teams in that conference that uh, that uh, they probably should have won the game. So I was very impressed with, with what Shay's done this year. She's got her kids playing hard, and they're playing for, a, for something. And, you know, I can, I can see her turning that program around.
1: To have advanced this far, you know, both teams must have gotten better since that night in November.
18: I don't think there's any doubt. I look back at us also and we look we we are better now than we were and we should be. We played a tough schedule. We've been under the gun several, several times. It's like I told a good friend of mine tonight headed to the gym. He what did I think? And I said, Well, we played 32, 33 games, something like that. And I said, there may have been two or three games that our team didn't show up to play. Uh, they, they generally make it a habit to show up. They play hard. They play together. They play with passion. And they're very competitive. And, and I've enjoyed
1: uh, coaching this bunch. And we're not through yet. Yeah, these two teams are, uh, are playing tonight. And a lot of other teams would like to still be playing. But uh, that's, that's the way uh, the, the postseason is.
18: I don't think there's any doubt about it. There's a lot of good basketball teams out there that we played and also that Vanderbilt's played, but it's us and Vanderbilt playing. We're going to have a good game, and we need to make the most of it. Coach, best of luck. Talk to you after the game. Thank you, Dick.
1: Coach Rick Ansel with his free game comments, and we'll be back as the countdown continues on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
7: You've changed thousands of diapers, cut off hundreds of crusts, played hours of peek and duck-duck-goose because you do anything for your kids. That's why it's so important to protect them with life insurance from State Farm. Hello, I'm State Farm Agent Deb Insel, and I can help make it easy and affordable to help you protect your family, no matter what the future holds, because for the people you do anything for, life insurance could mean everything. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
14: Welcome to another
0: episode of Show Me the Cash, brought to you by Show Me Multiplier Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery.
19: Hey, let's take a look at those exciting tickets, Gary. Sure, Roger. With each multiplier win, players boost their cash 10, 20, 50, and even 100 times.
0: That's right, and if you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours with our Scratch My Back bonus round. Show Me Multiplier Instant Games are waiting at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer, so head on in. The Tennessee Lottery, game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS,
1: and just on cue, the Lady Raiders take the floor as we are continuing with our countdown to tip-off. Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt tonight from the Murphy Center. It will be the 22nd meeting overall between these two in women's basketball, and the Raiders hold a 13 to 8 edge. These are two of the teams that are still playing at this time of the year.
2: Dwayne and a lot of brothers wish they could be, but there are several games uh, going on tonight. Absolutely. We'll take a look around the conference brought to you by Hampton Inns and Suites of Murfreesboro. Old-fashioned Southern Hospitality and Contemporary Comfort at a great rate located in 325 North Thompson Lane right here in Murfreesboro. The only conference USA women's team still playing in the postseason is Middle Tennessee. Many of you probably watched last night as Middle Tennessee's men down in Daytona Beach went to double overtime in the final of the CBI tournament, and the Raiders lost to UNC Wilmington, 96-90. Just a great season for Nick McDevitt and his team. They finished 26-11, 20 games better than they were last season. All eyes tonight for both these teams, Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt, will be on Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where Marquette and Toledo score off at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Central, he says. The winner of this game will play the winner of that game either Sunday or Monday, site to be determined. So uh, keep your eyes on that one. And that's a look around the conference brought to you by our friends from Hamptons, Inns, and Suites of Murfreesboro. We'll step aside and take a break. When we come back, Dick will have the starting lineups. This is Lady Raider basketball from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro
1: Smyrna And welcome in for the final time to our countdown to tip off as Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt will meet tonight the winner advancing in the WNIT and the loser will call it a season Since that NCAA tournament game we mentioned earlier in our uh, in our show Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt have met three times, with the Raiders winning all three of those, including a 55-46 win on November the 15th in the third game of the season this year. Our injury report today brought to you by the law offices of John Day, Murfreesboro's personal energy law firm, and a proud sponsor of the Blue Raiders. And once again, we're happy to say there are no injuries to report for the Lady Raiders. Now, time for the Ascend Federal Credit Union starting lineups. Show your MTSU pride with every purchase. Visit an Ascend branch and ask for your MTSU debit card. Ascend, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics and insured by the NCUA. Starters have not been posted on the board yet, but we'll go with uh, what we think will be the starters. First for Vanderbilt. Number 21 is Bella Lachance, 5'6", sophomore from Davie, Florida. She's averaging just a, a point a game, but she's only started the last two games due to some uh, personnel problems there. So she is uh, has been in a starting lineup the last two wins for them. We assume she will be there tonight. Number 50 is Kaylin Smith, 5'10", junior from West Palm Beach, Florida. She's the only Commodore to have started all 34 games for them averaging six points, five rebounds a game. Starting uh, at the post as a freshman, she will be opposed by a freshman for Middle Tennessee. We'll tell you about her later. Sasha Washington, a 6'2", a freshman from Lawrenceville, Georgia, averaging eight points and seven rebounds a game and 10 block shots on the season. Number 23, Iana Moore, 5'8", freshman from right here in Murfreesboro, Blackman High School, outstanding player, 13 points, three rebounds a game. She is their leading scorer. And the point guard and the young lady who had quite a game against us in November is Jordan Cambridge, a 5'9 senior. She wears number three out of uh, Innsworth High School in Nashville, averaging 11 points, six rebounds, 125 steals for Cambridge, 145 assists. And that is the potential Vanderbilt starting lineup. Lady Raiders, Alexis Whittington, Courtney Whitson, Anastasia Bullhava, Jalen Gregory and Dor Sar. Those are the same five the Raiders started against Fandy in that November game and we'll tell you a little bit more about them. Raiders under Coach Rick Ensel in his 17th year, 403 and 145, 3-1 one against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt under Shea Ralph in her first year Coming from the Connecticut staff, she is 16-18, and 0-1 against Middle Tennessee. Those are your starters. We'll be back with the opening tip on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: MTSU basketball is on the air. Our coverage is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Your Middle Tennessee for dealers. Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union for Blue Raider Athletics. And by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, America's number one exit office. Once again, here's the voice of the Lady Raiders,
1: Dick Palmer. Thank you, and welcome into another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Lady Raider basketball, number 33 on the season, third round of the WNIT, with the winner advancing into the quarterfinal round as uh, the Raiders and Vanderbilt meeting for the second time this season. Starting lineups we gave you just a few minutes ago before the break are correct. Vanderbilt with Lachance, Smith, Sasha Washington, Moore, and Cambridge. Middle Tennessee, Alexis Whittington, 5'11", senior from Riverdale High in Murfreesboro, averaging 8.6 rebounds a game. Courtney Whitson, six foot junior, Dobbins Bennett High in Kingsport. 13 points, eight rebounds a game for Whitson. Anastasia 6 6'6 freshman from Moscow, averaging eight points, four rebounds a game, and 52 blocked shots on the season. Jalen Gregory, 5'8 freshman. Lafayette, Tennessee, 11 points, three rebounds a game. And Dor SAR 5 5'6 senior, grad transfer from University of Maine, averaging 12 points and four rebounds a game. Leads the team an assist with 115 on the season. Coach Rick Hensel matching up with Vanderbilt coach Shea Ralph for the second time this season. Raiders won the first beating, third game of the season, 55-46. They have won three straight against these
2: Commodores. Good crowd here tonight in the Murphy Center, as you might imagine. not a lot of basketball going on around the country tonight, and Lady Raider fans want to be here to see this one. So it's Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt,
1: and the Commodores have a, a good following, and they've come tonight with their band and their cheerleaders, and uh, this is going to be a uh,
2: this is going to be a good spectacle, I think, Dwayne. I think it should be a good game. You know, you know, both these teams are, are different teams than they were back in November. Both teams are better teams than they were back in November. And as you heard Coach Rick Hensel mention, this Vanderbilt team's going to play hard. You're going to have to expect 40 minutes of effort from those young ladies. Middle Tennessee's going to have to match that intensity at home tonight. Our game officials are
1: Billy Smith, Natasha Harris, and Troy Wenders. And we are just about set to go. Vanderbilt, 16-18 and 18 on the year,
2: finished 4-12 and 12 in the SEC. As we get you ready for tip, we remind you that First Vision Bank brings you the first minute of the half brought you by Precision Bank, where service means more power to your business. Raiders in the home white uniforms. Royal blue
1: lettering and trim, a little gray. As Vanderbilt comes out all in black. Their color's black and gold. I don't see any gold, but uh, maybe uh,
2: a little bit around the numerals.
1: White numerals, white lettering, and the tip won by the Commodores. Cambridge will pick it up in backcourt and bring it across the line. Cambridge matched up. Right now with Jalen Gregory out front, it goes to Washington, pulled outside, back to Cambridge. Left wing, back to Washington, right down the left side of the lane,
2: hands to Cambridge, her layup is good. Yeah, Jordan, excuse me, uh, Jalen Gregory turned her head on defense, and Jordan Cambridge went straight to the hoop.
1: Two nothing, Vanderbilt leading, Bandy likes to trap a lot. Raiders take it in the corner to Courtney Whitson, back out front, Gregory's open for three short, and the rebound to Cambridge for Vanderbilt. Moves the ball on the dribble in the front court, goes to the foul line, backs it up. She had a great game against the Raiders in the first meeting, 19 points. Out to Iana Moore, and she will drive against Boldreva, who picks up the rebound on the missed shot, and now we've got a foul. And we're gonna get uh, 50, it's gonna be Kaylin Smith with the foul. First foul of the ball game, That was after the Bouldrava rebound. Ball comes in to Gregory. In the backcourt guarded by Moore. Dorsar flips it across the line to Bouldrava, who will bounce it back to Saar. She'll call the set on the left wing. It goes to Whittington. On the post, Bouldrava guarded there by Washington. Puts it on the floor. They double-team and steal. Cambridge with the steal. As uh, we told you before the game, or I think Coach Bruton pointed out, she leads the country in
2: steals. Raiders fast break. Underneath, Whittington lays up and scores. Yeah, great steal that time by Doris Sar She picked the ball away in transition and flipped the script for Middle
1: Tennessee. Game is tied at two points apiece. Commodores in front court. Ayanna Moore. we got a couple of Murfreesboro young ladies matched up against each other. She's guarded by Whittington. Left side, Chambers bobbles it going in the lane. Picks it up, it's knocked out of her hands by Whittington. Loose ball on the floor. Cambridge on her knees
2: tries to throw it out and throws it out of bounds. Yeah, great defense that time by Lex Whittington. Just went on the floor after the ball when she realized she couldn't get it. She saw she had Cambridge pinned against in the corner against the sideline and the baseline. Good defense, Middle Tennessee. Vanderbilt guarding in the backcourt. Raiders work it across the line.
1: Dorsar has it out front. 2-2 two two the score, 7.53 left first quarter. Ball off to Gregory, comes left to Whittington. Back to the middle, and one dribble over to Whitson into Boldreva on the post. Fakes up to the left hand, she'll score.
2: Yeah, she's going to have to be a little quicker. That time she was because Cambridge is going to come down on the double team anytime they go in the post to Boldreva. Raiders lead it 4-2. to two. Cambridge drives the
1: baseline, flips it out in the corner to Moore into Washington. Back in the corner it goes,
2: and back to the post. Washington under with a reverse layup to score. Yeah, had, that's just a nice move. She went baseline on Bold Raven, was able to get around her, and put it off the glass.
1: That is freshman against freshman in the post. And the pass goes in the left corner to Courtney Whitson for three, rims out. Take it off by Washington on the rebound. Cambridge coming down the far side, four 4 the score. We've played three minutes. Cambridge got doubled up momentarily, out to Washington, puts up an air ball, grabbed by Dor Saar. Saar in the front court for the Raiders. Saar flips the pass in the corner. Whitson for three, no good off the rim. Rebound Washington, or Smith rather on the board, and off it comes on the left side to Ayanna Moore. Moore takes it out front. Washington flips it over there. Saar trying to steal from the chance. Out of bounds. They say it went off either
2: Doar or Gregory. They say it went off Doar, Sar, but Door got tackled. That's a foul. I don't know why that wasn't whistled. Sar just got pulled down by her left arm, excuse me,
1: right arm. So it'll be Moore to inbound right to our left here, as we call it from the center line. Now Cambridge in the front court, guarded by Gregory. And high post, it goes to Ayanna Moore. Spins left, Raiders pick her up. Over in the corner, it goes to Lachance. She'll try the baseline against Dorsar. Turns, fires a jumper there. No good. And a rebound taken by Gregory, who may have been fouled.
2: Yeah, she was fouled by Smith. That's going to be two
1: on Smith. So, Kalen Smith, 5'10", one of their uh, more reliable players, started every game for them, picks up her second foul. And she is going to come out of there with the next dead ball. Looks yep. like she is still out there, but a sub is getting ready to come in. Here's Whittington and looking again
2: to Baltimore. They may have Washington. Washington pushing, actually should, uh, pushing Malaska who checked into the basketball game. So that's going to be the first foul on
1: Washington. So Cassina Malaska is in for the Raiders and coming in for Vanderbilt is number five, Chambers. Young lady who played is also from Murfreesboro. Into Maleska. Baseline shot, no good. Whittington rebounds. Tried to go up. Cambridge stole it. She's going to take it all the way. Beads on the pass to Chambers. Shot was blocked. May have been fouled. I think uh, it's going to be on Jalen Gregory, I think. Yes, that's the call. First foul against the Raiders. And going to the line will be LeBrian Chambers, 5'11". Junior, she's out of uh, Providence. Christian, here in Murfreesboro. Actually, 6'1". Chambers, first to two is good. Puts Vanderbilt up by a point. At five to four. Second shot in the air, good. She hits two free throws. And Vanderbilt has that margin. Six to four, 5.50 left in the quarter. Dorsar working out front against Flournoy, who has just come in for the Commodores. They double-teamed. She gets it over to Gregory, and Gregory threw it away.
2: She was trying to hit
1: Whittington down the
2: left sideline. But but Whittington was covered. That That was just a little bit of... Panic, I believe, for Middle Tennessee is that pass was not going to be, it was either going to be intercepted or it was going to go out of bounds. Here is Flournoy in front court. Bounces left. Gregory steals
1: against Chambers. Drive stops, backs it up and scores. That's the way to make up for a bad play. Come back and make a steal. 6-6 as we are tied. That's a freshman stealing it from a senior and taking it all the way. Ball goes left to Cambridge out front. This is Chambers holding. You are not guarding her out there. Coming on the left side, Flournoy. Now back to Washington. The jumper from 15 is good. Straight away, jumper just back of the
2: foul line. Yeah, Washington's got some some offensive skills. Miltesti's gonna have to keep a player on her. Bandy leading eight to six. Dorsar double
1: teamed over in front of the bench and we got a foul against vanderbilt on that double team pressure there's the timeout we'll check the foul and give you uh, that when we come back 443 left in the first quarter with a score Vanderbilt's eight middle tennessee six on the blue
4: raider network from learfield let's go out west camp at the base of a mountain get some fresh air
15: yes let's go camping with air conditioning
4: We can be hundreds of miles away from the closest person, really live off the grid.
13: Love the off the grid part, but with Wi-Fi. Whether you're the serious camper or occasional glamper, Ascend offers low rates and flexible terms on RV loans. You can apply online at ascend.org or any of our branch locations. RV loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union
0: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS.
2: 443 remaining quarter number one. Vanderbilt leads Middle Tennessee 8-6. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. Free heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical, along with home improvement. Needs Lee Company. The team to call 615-867-1000 or leecompany.com.
1: No foul before the timeout. It was just a simple uh, out-of-bounds call. So... Middle Tennessee will have the
2: ball in front court. And they're asking Cassini Maleska to remove some jewelry, it appears. That's what was the delay coming out of the timeout. appears that she's got maybe an earring in, and they're going to ask her to take it out. Two of them. Yeah.
1: I took up my two ear things before the broadcast. But yours
2: weren't ear rings, were they, Mr. Palmer? No, they
1: were not. I didn't think so. We could probably get you some if you would like. <laughs> I think I've got enough stuff in my ears already. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Eight to six, Vanderbilt leading with 443. Now, I assume she's worn those all season. Who you knows, know? who knows? Here's Gregory, out of bounds play to Courtney Whitson. Bounces it back out front to Dorsar, calls a set. Screen out front from Maleshka. Comes in the corner to Whittington. Alexis puts it on the floor, drives to the foul line. Back to Whitson and back to Dorsar. Shot clock's under 10. Skip pass low to Maleska goes out of bounds. Raiders tried to isolate her under the basket
2: and didn't get it there in time. Yeah, pass was to the block, and Maleska had already established herself in the paint, so just kind of skips past her and out of bounds.
1: Courtney Whitson checks in for Jalen Gregory, so now we've got both of our point guards in. One will play the one, the other the two, as Cambridge will bring it down for Vanderbilt. Eight to six, they lead by two. Cambridge drives right, dumps the pass in the lane. Picked up by Moore, good move inside. Backed it off the glass to score.
2: Yeah, Miltesi just broke down defensively there and let her step through that double team. 10-6, Vanderbilt
1: leading by four. Ball across the line to Whittington. Loose ball, picked up by Vanderbilt. And now a jump ball is called. As the Commodores with a four-point lead trying to trap at the center line and the Raiders didn't look too sure of themselves on that possession.
2: They, I tell you what, Middle Tennessee's not looked very sure against the Vanderbilt pressure so far in this first quarter. It's been a good tactic by Shea Ralph.
1: All coming in to Courtney Blakely outside, freshman, off to Whittington for three, no good off the rim, rebound Vanderbilt as Washington came down with it, and now Cambridge. Cambridge comes left on the dribble. Over in the corner, Raiders going to put two on her. Now to Moore. Moore signals for Cambridge to go under. And then she'll fire a long one and score. Iana Moore did not start against the Raiders in the first meeting. And had only two points in the game. She's already got five. It's 13-6 Vanderbilt. Out front door, Saar. coming left wing to Whittington. Looks for Maleska. Got it into her, spinning against Washington, up with a shot short. Washington comes off with a rebound. Coming down the left side now Moore. Moore hands the ball to floor. Florino, and Whittington steps right in front of Washington, intercepts the pass, flips it to Blakely. Blakely tried to go in against Chambers, couldn't beat her. Back out front it goes to Whittington. Now to Courtney Whitson. Over to Saar, deep on the right side. Doerr will back it up on the dribble. Vandy leading 13-6. Deep left, Blakely tried to get
2: it into the post to Whitson and Vanderbilt knocked it out of bounds. Got to be quicker on that, Blakely hesitated on the pass to the post, Whitson was open, but that hesitation allowed def- the defense to catch up. Both Reba will check back in for Maleska,
1: and now Gregory for Dorsar. Raiders will set the out of bounds play under their basket trailing 13-6. 2.36 to play here in the first period. It'll be inbounded by Blakely. Back to Gregory for three off the front of the rim. Rebound Vanderbilt. Now Moore will bring it across the line. Guarded by Whittington. Comes to the top of the key. Hands to Cambridge. Right down the lane with a the runner there and backed it in. Make it 15-6. to six. Vanderbilt goes out by nine. 9 It's a 9-0 run for the Commodores. Here's Gregory to Whittington. Alexis comes left, stops, feeds in the corner to Whitson. Courtney down the baseline, gets double-teamed there and makes a bad pass. Intercepted there by Flournoy, and Vanderbilt works in front court. Vandy's defense is causing the Raiders a ton of problems early. Now to Washington, drives in the lane, ball knocked free. She picks it up and scores.
2: Yeah, 11-0 run for the uh, for the Commodores, and Rick Ensel wants a timeout. It is 17 to six, and
1: this will be a 30, I think, or is it going to be a full timeout? I think it's a 30. Both teams still standing up. So the game was tied at six. Now it is 17 to six, and Vanderbilt
2: out to an 11-point lead. Look at the shooting percentages. Vanderbilt red hot to start the game, Dick. 7 of 10 from the floor. 70% 1 of 1 from three-point range. 2 of 2 from the free-throw line. Middle Tennessee, conversely ice cold. 3 of 10 for 30%. 0 of 5 from range. They have yet to attempt a free-throw. Middle Tennessee has turned it over five times in this first quarter.
1: 17 to 6. Vanderbilt's going to play two defenders back, it appears, every time the Raiders bring the ball down the floor. Here's Blakely against Moore at the center line, comes across and got fouled as she made a break to the lane. I think she was gonna to try to take it all the way. Check the call on the foul. It's gonna be on three, it's gonna be on Cambridge. Cambridge first, their fourth. And Gregory, side front court, will pull it in and play to Whitson, back to Gregory. Ran into trouble there, coming back out front to Blakely. Blakely. Guarded by Lechamp, now dribbles between a double team, got in there with a scoop play up and scores. Uh, that's a great way to break that 11-0 run is you put the
2: ball in the hands of Blake, you let her take it to the rack.
1: 17-8, Cambridge outside. Cambridge loops the pass over to Flournoy and or to Chambers in the corner now to Moore, down low to Washington.
2: Washington in the paint, little hook and scores over Bold Raven. Yeah, she's got too much, she's got too much bulk for Bold Raven. Middle Tennessee's gonna have to help defensively on Washington.
1: 19-8 to score. Likely Bold Raven at the foul line. Back to Gregory over to Blakely as we go under one minute to play in the first quarter. And Vanderbilt by 11. Likely comes left. Double team long pass over to Whittington, and that's a hard foul by Washington. Whittington hit the deck hard.
2: That's got a chance to be a flagrant, Dick. I really believe it does. They ought to have a conversation about that because it was to the head area of Alexis Whittakin, and then she goes to the floor, and I believe she hit her head again once she hit the floor. And quite honestly, that that should be – I'm not saying it is a flagrant. It's something I think they should and will look at. It was uh –
1: it was not intentional as Washington was going to try to intercept the pass, but she did collide, and that was a hard foul.
2: Yeah, again, hit, hit in the head of Whittington, and then she goes to the floor, and I think she also hit her head on the floor, but they're also looking at her left knee.
1: John, uh, Jonathan Griffith, our trainer, is out there, and Coach Rick Ensel also with Whittington, and she's lying on her back. She had been face down, now she's slow to get up.
2: Uh-oh, that left, that left knee does not look good. Now she's unable to put any weight on it at all, uh, and that would be a significant blow for Middle Tennessee if Alexis Whittington is unable to return. And, you know, if she, Dick, if she's not able to play, you certainly know that it's serious injury because she's one tough customer. Yes, she is. She's coming out, she can't put any weight
1: on that left leg. And you're right, that that will be a terrible blow for the Raiders. Our best defender, second leading rebounder. Dorsar will shoot the free throws. There'll be two because that was the fifth foul on Vanderbilt. 44 seconds remaining in the first quarter. The first one good. 19 to nine. Boy, this place got quiet all of a sudden, didn't it? It did. Second shot good. First two points for Doar. 19 to 10. Vanderbilt leading. Moore in the back court. Are going to meet her. Now Flournoy long cross court pass goes to Lachance. Back out front to Moore. Back to Flournoy. 28 seconds left in the quarter. 13 to shoot. There's the shot by Moore. It's good from the left of the free throw line.
2: Dick Middleton sees struggling defensively. They're giving up too many easy shots to Vanderbilt. 21 to 10.
1: Commodores leading. Sar out front to Blakely with eight seconds left in the quarter, seven, six. Likely may try to take it all the way. Back to Whitson for three, no good back of the rim, and that is the end of the first quarter. It was a Vanderbilt first quarter after one. bandy 21, Middle Tennessee 10 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
8: In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the trucks of the future for everyone.
26: I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot.
23: Visit cdc.gov rxawareness.
0: Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue
1: Raider Sports. Second quarter underway. Vanderbilt first possession here in quarter number two, leading by a score of 21 to 10. The basketball out front is a new player in for them, Demi Washington.
2: And now Gregory on the floor, and she's the one that's going to be whistled for the foul, even though it appeared to be what I would consider to be an illegal screen on Vanderbilt, but Gregory's going to pick up her second for running into the screen.
1: Andy gets the ball out of bounds, comes into Washington. We've got, do we have two Washingtons out there now? I believe we do. Smith to Moore. No, here's a steal by Courtney Whitson. She took it away from Demi Washington. The yeah, the Washington's on the bench, I think. Here's Dorsar to Blakely. And the post to Raver. Spins
2: up for the left hand. It rolls and rolls and goes in. Big basket for, for Raver. That time, Dick, she went with a little more quickness in the post.
1: 21-12. All on the right wing to Moore. Gregory guarding her. Since Whittington is out of the game, Whittington had been uh, assigned Moore who is their leading scorer. Driving through. Oh, is that an extra step? Flournoy misses the shot. Rebound to Gregory. Bounces it over to Blakely in the front court. Here she comes all the way. Shot up. No good. Bold Raver rebounds and taken away from her by Cambridge. Raiders uh, get a break there. They'll call the jump ball. Yeah. And Middle Tennessee will keep possession. Anastasia had the rebound, but... Again, took it low, got tied up. Whitson to Blakely. In the corner, Dorsar drives through. Shoots a runner there off the rim, no good. Rebound, Cambridge. Vanderbilt, long pass down the floor to Moore. Moore working outside. Bounces left to Smith. She'll put it on the floor. Come back to Cambridge for a three that's no good. Rebound, Boldreba. She'll give it to Dorsar. Raiders come back on the attack. Sar coming down the left side. Changes directions, works around the screen, back top of the key, flips a two-hand pass in the corner to Gregory. And on the post, Baldrava, back to Gregory, three in the air, no good. Rebound, boy, Blakely in there fighting for it, and I think Bandy knocked it out of there. Yeah, I believe we're gonna see Moore knocked it out of Blakely's hands. Here's Chambers back in the game now. Demi Washington is out, and the Raiders have an out-of-bounds play under the basket. Blakely puts it in play. It's intercepted by Cambridge. One-on-one against Gregory. She'll drive and lay it up and score. Yeah, Gregory couldn't do much with two fouls. She had to give way. 23-12. Raiders bring it down. And again, double-team. There's Dorsar with a three. No good. Rebound Gregory. Back to Blakely. Blakely puts it on the floor, drives it to the foul line. Beers right. Comes back to Sar. Saw coming left on the dribble in the corner. Gregory back to door. Saw on the post to Bolldrava. Puts it on the floor. Drives and ball out of bounds. It,
2: it must have been called a block. It was called a block, but when when you go to take a shot and your arms come to a full stop, there's a reason for that. Bolldrava's arms never got above her shoulders when she was attempting that shot.
1: Maleska back in, and Volvereva out. Vanderbilt in backcourt. This is Moore up at the center line. Passes across. That's Flournoy. And back to Cambridge. 23-12, to Vanderbilt by 11. That's the margin they had at the end of the quarter. Out front straightaway three, no good by Smith. Rebound tipped by Moore, out of bounds. They say Dorsar knocked it out. And it'll be Vanderbilt's ball side front court here with 7.09 to play in the half. Vanderbilt leading 23-12. to Now Smith is out. And Sasha Washington back in. All coming in front to Moore. Kicks it on the right wing to Flournoy down in the corner to Chambers for an 18-footer that's an air ball out of bounds to Middle Tennessee.
2: Well, Here's Alexis Whittington back in the game. Yeah, looks to be just a little gimpy, though, Dick. She's not 100%. You can tell that, but she's she's going to give it a go. She spent a little time on the exercise bike trying to get loose. We'll see how, how she's healed.
1: What oh, a of breath of fresh air that is. Here's Blakely working outside. So Alexis Whittington injured in the latter the last minute of the first quarter back in. Cambridge miss, missed a steal against Blakely. Kicks it in the corner. Ksenia Maleska drives for a shot. Lays it up and scores. 23-14. Ksenia's first points. Raiders got to pick up the defense now as they trail by nine. Out front with the ball. Chambers to Cambridge. Moves it back to the middle. Changes directions, drives in, has it stolen. Dorsar picks up the loose ball. Somebody got a hand on it. In the corner, Whittington takes it on the post to Maleshka, gets double-teamed. The ball knocked out of bounds by the Commodores. Yeah,
2: yeah, Middle Tennessee's gonna have to watch that. When the ball goes into the post, Vanderbilt's doubling down on the post from the outside. So when the middle player That time, Maleska turns the basket. She's got her back to a defender who's coming in, trying to rake the ball out from behind. Out-of-bounds play into
1: Courtney Whitson, wheeling around against Chambers.
2: Up with a little hook, banks it in. Yeah, good, strong move that time by Courtney Whitson. She was not going to be denied.
1: Raiders cut it to seven. 5.57 left in the half. Crowd getting behind them. Out front. Out front with the basketball, Cambridge. Sasha Washington, top of the key, shovels it off to Cambridge, who will take a look, come right on the dribble, hooks the pass over there for a three that is in and out, no good. Rebound went off number five, out of bounds, Chambers.
2: What's the call here? Uh, Vanderbilt basketball. It appeared the ball went off number five, Chambers. It did. No, no, on the replay, then nobody, nobody from Mill Tennessee touched it, but the officials did not review
1: it. Chambers to LaChance. LaChance wheeling around at the foul line. Gives it over to Chambers. Kicks it outside to Cambridge for an 18-foot step back, no good. And the rebound out of bounds to the Raiders. 23-16. Raiders have stepped their defense up now and have gotten a couple of close-in shots offensively to cut the gap. Here's Courtney Blakely in front court. Blakely guarded out front by Lachance. Dribbles away from her. Goes to the foul line. Kicks it out to Dorsar. Back out to Maleska for three. No good long rebound. It is going to be Vanderbilt's ball taken by Lachance. And we're under five minutes now to play in the first half as Cambridge brings it into the front court. Cambridge working out front, works on a high post. Two more guarded by Blakely. Moore coming right, she doesn't need a lot of daylight. Now to Washington for a jumper that's no good. Rebound, Blakely apparently was gonna get it and got bumped from behind and the ball went out of bounds. And we'll have a timeout. 437 to play in the first quarter, or in the first half of the game, second quarter. It is Vanderbilt 23, Middle Tennessee 16 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
9: This responsible gaming message is brought to you by the Tennessee Lottery. When you play the lottery, it's important to play responsibly. Know your limit and spend only what you can afford. Set a budget and stick to it. And remember, as long as you're having fun, You're always a winner in our book. The Tennessee Lottery is a proud supporter of National Problem Gambling Awareness Month. To learn more about problem gambling resources, visit tnlottery.com.
4: listening to
0: NTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: 4.37 left in the half. Top of the hour. Let's pause 10 for station identification on the Blue Raider Network.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue
1: Raiders play here. Out-of-bounds play to Washington. Missed the shot, and the Raiders, Maleska with a rebound. Into front court. Here's Dorsar. Saar coming around to Maleska's screen. Back out to Courtney Whitson. Whitson bounces right to Blakely. Skip pass in to Maleska. Puts it on the floor. Turns up with a left hand and scores against the double team. And she was fouled and no whistle. They had a hold of that left arm as she went up. 23-18. Raiders cut it to five with four minutes left in the half. Out to Lachance, back out to Ayana Moore. Moore comes around the screen from Washington. Raiders pick her up, she into Cambridge, lays it up and in, and she's fouled. Okay. Foul is on Maleska. that is her first. And Cambridge, with the basket, will have one at the free throw line.
2: Dick Middle Tennessee struggling with athletics The uh, Vanderbilt's athleticism is what I was trying to say. very athletic team is this Commodore team in Middle Tennessee, struggling to stay in front of them on the defensive end. Cambridge, 62% at the line, misses the free throw, and Blakely flies
1: high for the rebound. 25-18. Courtney double-teamed in backcourt. The ball knocked free. The chance with a layup. Blakely blocks it out of bounds.
2: Wow. Great recovery by Blakely. She did – would sort have of committed the Cardinals since she picked up her dribble in backcourt. She was double teamed.
1: But Bandy gets it out of bounds. Well, that was a great defensive play by Courtney. Absolutely. Ball coming in to Moore, puts it on the floor, double teamed, comes back outside to Smith. Now to LaChance. LaChance hands the ball back to Moore, standing outside the three point line. Now to Smith, top of the key against Courtney Whitson. Smith kicks the ball over to with chance, and that's an offensive foul as she got Gregory on the floor with her forearm. And, and
2: just a heads up gutsy play by Gregory with, with two fouls. That could have very easily have gone the other way. Here's Doris Sarr
1: to Gregory, pushes the dribble in the front court, comes back to Saar. 25 18, Vanderbilt leading. 315 remaining in the first half to Whittington. She'll drive it into the lane, goes all the way, and the ball is taken away by Moore. Moore comes back on the attack. Moore has the ball bobbled and stolen by Dorsar. Here comes Sar down the far side. Long pass to Whittington. Out front, Maleshka saw a little daylight, tried to drive in, lost the dribble. Cambridge picks up the loose ball. This is back and forth. Here's Cambridge deep on the left side. Back out it comes to Moore to Cambridge. In on the post. It's bobbled, and... I thought it was tied up, and now Maleska gets the rebound mm-hmm. off a missed shot. They're going to call a foul on Maleska from behind, I think. That'll be her second. Mm-hmm. Raiders had that defense pretty well, but Chambers somehow got free to get a shot up, and she will be at the line for two. She's two for two there. Only uh, two free throws Vanderbilt has made were by Chambers and she makes this one. 26-18. And one more. Out of Providence Christian here in Murfreesboro. Missed that one. Rebound corralled by Maleska 26-18. Raiders in front court. Courtney Whitson bounces back to Dorsar. Raiders have been held without a three-point basket here in the first half. Old, Whittington. 0-9. Whittington backs it up a little bit, and we've got a whistle to stop play. I think we'll get Bandy foul. I think we'll get Moore on a hold, I think. Yep. First foul on Iana Moore. She had a handful of Jalen Gregory's jersey. Sar will play it in onto the basket. Got it into Whitson down the baseline. Puts it on the floor, into the lane. Shot blocked. Picked up by Boldrava. She misses. And that ball, uh, Boldrava's shot was spinning in and out. Cambridge got the rebound. Here she comes on a drive underneath. Kips it in the corner to Lechance. Back out to Moore. Moore stands with the basketball. Backs it up now. Just under two minutes left in the first half. Moore holding outside. Gives it to Chambers. Outside the three-point line, back to Moore. Moore comes left, fires up a three, it's good. Well, she looks like a different player from the first time we saw her back in November. 29-18, the 11-point lead is back. Moore
2: saw his jumpers jumper is blocked out of bounds by Chambers. Now, Middle Tennessee does not have any answer for Cambridge. She is too athletic and too quick. She is all over the floor, Dick. Middle Tennessee's not been able to diagnose that problem as of yet. Demi Washington back in for Smith.
1: Ball in the corner to Whitson for three. Good. The lead company, three. First time we've been able to say that tonight. 29 21. Vanderbilt's lead is eight. Cambridge on the right side. Drives through, loses the ball, and it
2: will go out of bounds to the Raiders. Yeah, it went off her knee. Rabel was there to block the shot if one had been taken, but Cambridge loses it out of bounds. Dorsar, long bounce pass to Whittington,
1: back to door. as we are approaching the one minute mark left in the first half off to Whittington on the wing. Drives it to the foul line. Back to Whitson for three, in and out. Rebound with chance for Vanderbilt. 50 seconds in the quarter. Moore slows the pace a little bit as she brings it in the front court. Vanderbilt with an eight point lead. Cambridge holding outside. Is it over there to Demi Washington. Shot, batted around, blocked, picked up by Dor Saar. Saar into the front court. Saar looking at. oh, it's a bad pass. Tried to get it to Balrava on the post. I think that ball, just she just lost the, the she, handle Yeah, on she
2: it. lost the handle. I think she expected Balrava to come a little further out of the paint than she did. But nonetheless, I think Saar just lost it. So with 29 seconds left, Vanderbilt gets the ball in backcourt. That's the 11th turnover in the first half for the Lady Raiders. They only average 13 a game. This Vanderbilt defense has pressured Middle Tennessee all half long.
1: Here comes Cambridge now, the shot clock is off. Vanderbilt can't hold for the last shot if they want to do that. Cambridge dribbling outside, shovels the pass over to Moore, to Smith, back to Lachance, at long range with nine, eight, seven. There's a shot out of the corner by Smith, no good. Raiders get the rebound, here comes Gregory. Blakely may take it all the way, does, scores! and where she fell. She was not. Well, I certainly thought she was. That's the end of the first half. Courtney Blakely with a drive and the basket at the buzzer. Halftime score, Vanderbilt 29, Middle Tennessee 23 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
14: Blue Raider fans.
0: The Blue Raiders play here, WTNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
1: It is halftime at the Murphy Center. Welcome into our halftime show brought to you in part by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic and Surgeon Center, the official medical group of MTSU athletics, proudly keeping Murfreesboro healthy since 1949. The basket by Courtney Blakely just before halftime was disallowed. They went to check the monitor and they waved the basket off, which will make our halftime score. Vanderbilt 29, Middle Tennessee 21. For the Raiders, Courtney Whitson has the only three-pointer in the first half for the Raiders, has five points. Boldreva four, Maleshka four, Two points each for Blakely, Dorsar, Gregory, and Alexis Whittington for Vanderbilt. Ten points for Iyana Moore. Eight for Cambridge. Eight for Washington. And three for Chambers. Only four players have scored for the Commodores, but uh, they have put up enough points to lead Middle Tennessee at halftime. 29-21. to At least that's uh, what we were told. Scoreboard still says 23, but we'll uh, let all that play out before the first, the uh, second half starts. And Dwayne will have a look at the uh, first half stats. That will be coming up next as our halftime show continues on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
12: Welcome to another episode of Show Me the
0: Cash, brought to you by Show Me Multiplier Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Hey, let's take a look at those
19: exciting tickets, Gary. Sure, Roger. With each multiplier win, players boost their cash 10, 20, 50, and even 100 times. That's right, and if you scratch our
0: back, we'll scratch yours with our Scratch My Back bonus round. Show Me Multiplier Instant Games are waiting at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer, so head on in. The Tennessee Lottery, game-changing fun.
16: Please play responsibly.
25: At Kroger, we believe fresh means holding our produce to a higher standard. That's why we do up to a 27-point inspection on our produce. Like for citrus, we check for things like scarring and sunburn. Yep, oranges can sunburn, and we'll make sure you never see it. In fact, we only allow the best oranges, lemons, and grapefruits to reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh for everyone, we believe the juice is worth the squeeze
24: I'm Bud Morris, providing insurance and financial services.
2: Welcome back inside the Murphy Center. Halftime of this round of 16 WNIT contest between Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Finds the visitors from Nashville. The Commodores leading the Lady Raiders 29-21 here at half. Take a look at our first half stats. Brought to you by our friends from Las Casas Drugs. They provide all your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro first for the Commodores they are led in scoring in the first half by Ayanna Moore who has 10 points eight points apiece for Jordan Cambridge and Sasha Washington three points for Yarbrough Chambers Kaylen Smith Bella Lachance Damari Flournoy and Demi Washington all played and did not score Vanderbilt in the first half, 12 of 26 from the floor, that's 46%. 2 of 5 from range for 40%. 3 of 5 from the free throw line for 60%. Middle Tennessee led in scoring in the first half by Courtney Whitson. Courtney has five points, four points for Anastasia Boldareva. four points for Ksenia Maleska, two points for Courtney Blakely, Alexis Whittington, Dorsar, and Jalen Gregory. Every Lady Raider who has played scored. Middle Tennessee shooting only 37% in the first half, 10 of 27. They are 1 of 11 from three-point range for 9%, and 2 of 2 from the free-throw line for 100%. Rebounds in favor of Middle Tennessee, 18-15. Turnovers, 11 for Middle Tennessee, 9 for Vanderbilt. Steals, 7 apiece. Middle Tennessee 5 assists on 10 made baskets, while Vanderbilt has only 2 assists on 12 made baskets. Specialty stats, points off turnovers. Middle Tennessee leads that battle, 10-9. Points in the paint, Lady Raiders 18, Commodores 16. Second chance points, 3-0 for Middle Tennessee. Fast break, 6-4 in favor of Middle Tennessee, and Middle Tennessee's bench has outscored Vanderbilt's bench, 8-3. But the Commodores have done it with aggressive, aggressive defense and tremendous athleticism, forcing Middle Tennessee just to struggle to get into a rhythm offensively. And they lead here at half. 29-21. We're going to step aside, take a break, and when we come back, we'll bring you second-half action as you listen to Lady Raider basketball from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS.
2: Both teams back out of the halftime locker room, getting ready for the second half. Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt, round of 16 in the WNIT, and the Commodores lead the Lady Raiders by 8, 29 21. Taking a look at some of those first half stats, Dick, uh, the thing that jumped out at me two things. One, we talked about it just before going into halftime. Turnovers. Eleven turnovers in the first half for Middle Tennessee. However, they have still outscored Vanderbilt all points off turnovers by one. To me, the big issue is shooting. Middle Tennessee one of eleven from three-point range and only nine of twenty-six from the floor. So shooting under forty percent from the floor and under ten percent from range. You have to credit Vanderbilt's defense with that and
1: the three-point shots that we've taken, I think, have been rather
2: hurried. There, there haven't been many spot-up open threes. Yeah, there's been no, there's been no open looks. Vanderbilt's athleticism, and while they're not a big team from a height standpoint, the, every player on the floor for Vanderbilt is long, except maybe for LaChance. Everyone, everyone else is a long player in that five, probably five-nine to six-two range and they just caused problems on the perimeter. Middle Tennessee's not been able to get a good look from the from the three-point range. They've had some success going into the post when they've been able to get into their offense. Uh, Vanderbilt's done a good job doubling the post, knocking a couple balls free. Some of the two, At least two or three of those 11 turnovers came from post defense by Vanderbilt. Middle Tennessee in the second half, Dicks, really just they're going to have to be more physical than they were in the first half, and they're going to have to handle the pressure better than they did yeah they're going to have to get something done at the center line because Vanderbilt
1: is trapping double teaming out at the center line when the ball comes across and the Raiders are going to have to find somebody open because uh obviously if if, if it's three against two somebody's going to be open out there
2: you will take a quick look at our sin Federal credit union scoreboard and take a look at the game of interest the winner of this game will play the winner of the Marquette-Toledo game. It started a half hour after we did, and they are at the 834 mark of quarter number two in Milwaukee and Toledo with a six-point lead, 30-24. to 24. Yeah, And we do not know where
1: that game will be. It all depends on who wins this game, who wins that game, and then uh, what they decide. Well, as I, think far it's, as uh,
2: I think, you know, this, in women's NIT, you put a bid out. And so, you know, it'll also depend on who who gave the better bid. I guess is the best way to put that. Did you uh, mention the fact that the men's team came out at halftime? I did not. Our men's team did come out at halftime and were rec- were recognized for the 26 and 11 season, a 20 game turnaround for Nick McDevitt's squad, and you know, a little disappointed in the way things ended last night. Middle Tennessee had a chance. They were up 11 in the second half. Up four with about 26 seconds left to go, uh, one more free throw in regulation, and they win that basketball game. Uh, and uh, really, just kind of ran out of gas in the second overtime. And 90 free throws were taken in that basketball game. 50 plus fouls were whistled. 90 plus free throws in that basketball game. A hard game to watch, I tell you. Well, about. from from <laughs> about from from about the 12-minute mark in the second half on, absolutely just. There was no rhythm, no flow to it. But give, uh, give Nick McDevitt and his squad, especially without Josh Jefferson, uh, you know, they made a great run to CBI. What a great turnaround for that team this season. And I'm sure fans are, are already looking forward to year five under Coach McDevitt.
1: The well, Raider baseball in Birmingham this weekend to take on UAB. UAB won two out of three in their first series. The Raiders took one out of three against Old Dominion. Uh... Tomorrow night's game will start at 6, broadcast uh, on the Blue Raider Network at 5.45, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1 for Blue Raider Baseball. Raiders will have the ball to start the second half, trailing
2: 29 to 21. First Vision, first minute of the second half, brought to you by First Vision Bank, where service means more power to your business. Gregory and Dorsar,
1: both Rabel, Whittington, and Whitson, the starting five for the Raiders out there as the ball to Dorsar, and now to Whitson on the right wing. Courtney gets it out in the middle to Whittington, left to Saar. Saar looks inside, comes back out to Gregory. Gregory around Boldreva's screen, to her, inside. Boldreva stops, turns, couldn't get a shot, got it to Whitson for a layup, and she scored. Tried to roll out of there, but did not. Well, that was a nice recovery by Boldreva, and it's 29-23, which we thought the score was (laughs) at the end of the first half. Turned out Blakely's last second shot didn't count. Now to Smith, who misses a jumper.
2: Rebound out of bounds will go to Vanderbilt. See what it looked like to me, Sasha Washington maybe may got a one, got away with one there. She was over the back of Anastasia Boldoreva on that rebound.
1: There's Cambridge to inbound. Nobody open underneath. Got it to Moore down the baseline. Moore backs it out to the wing now, guarded by Whittington. 29-23. Raiders down six. They double team. Ball knocked free. Whittington's got it, and there she got fouled. Well, she's taking her lumps
2: tonight. They're going to get uh, a chance, I believe. That'll be her second foul.
1: And the Raiders get it out of bounds. Here's Dorsar in front court to Whitson on the left wing. Whitson out front to Whittington, right to Saar. Saar looking underneath for Whitson, got open, laid it up and scored. Yeah, I don't think,
2: I don't think 23 more is gonna be able to guard Whitson in the post if Whitson wants to post her up. 29, 25,
1: Raiders cut it to four. Crowds back into it. Out on the left wing with a chance to Smith, deep right to Cambridge. Cambridge holding on the wing to Smith. Underneath Washington against Moldreva. Lays it up and scores. She's just a powerful basketball player,
2: Dick. If you're gonna let her get that deep into the paint, you're gonna have a tough time stopping her.
1: 31-25 Vanderbilt. Dorsar in front court. Whitson on the right wing. Turns, looks inside. Kicks it out front to Whittington. Left it goes to Sar, Saved what could have been a bad pass. Inside Whitson. Baseline jumper no good. Rebound taken by Washington for Vanderbilt. Over to Cambridge, they'll work it in the front court. Eight minutes to play, third quarter. Here's Cambridge, down the right side of the lane, and hit a shot, and Gregory got flattened out there. I don't know what happened. She ran into the screen by Washington. 33-25. Dorsar for three, that one rims out. Rebound taken by Washington and Vanderbilt back in front court skip pass goes low Courtney Whitson tried to deflect that pass and was called for a foul Yep. he hurt first you know in the previous game you couldn't set a screen out there without a whistle blowing.
2: Well early in the season that was a point of emphasis they've kind of As the season has gone on, that's been less of an emphasis. Yeah, but it was a
1: point of emphasis in the last game. (laughs) Out front, Smith straightaway shot. Good from about the top of the key. Her first basket. And the lead is now 10, 35-25. Raiders work in front court. Pass ahead to Maleska, who's back in there for both Raven. Dorsar calls the set. Goes on the wing to Whittington. Drives it to the top of the key. Kicks it right to Saar for three. Yes. Lee Company three for Doar Saar. Only the Raiders second three of the game. And Doors' first field goal. 35-28. Vanderbilt with Cambridge at the controls. Takes it out front to Smith. Smith guarded by Maleshka. Kicks the pass to Cambridge. Gregory just missed a steal. Cambridge down the baseline. And Gregory. Mm-hmm. foul. Gregor.
2: Nope. Foul is on Whitson. Whitson. Yeah, her second, so she picked up two
1: quick ones here in quarter number three. Out of bounds to Vanderbilt under the basket. Comes in to Washington. Back out to Smith. Smith comes right on the dribble. Into Washington, lowers her head into the left hand and missed it, got her own rebound and missed. And out of bounds. Uh, she knocked it the out right yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: Yeah, Washington knocked it out of bounds. And, Dick, they're going to have to get a body on her because she's absolutely controlling the paint. Gregory in front court,
1: almost lost the dribble twice, recovered back out to Alexis Whittington. Now Dorsar, they pushed her out near the center line. Comes left on the bounce pass to Whittington and to Maleska on the post against Washington. Puts it on the floor.
2: Wheels with a shot inside. Fouled. She'll go to the line. And I tell you what, the Middle Tennessee crowd wanted a technical on Washington because she absolutely was kind of apoplectic about that call. And That's her third crowd. Yeah, Shea Ralph's going to get her out of the basketball game right now. So checking back
1: in is Chambers as Maleshka goes to the free throw line. The senior will shoot a two-shot foul. She's 75% there and hits number one. 35-29, it was the third free throw taken by the Lady Raiders in the basketball game. So this one is missed and the rebound to Lachance. And now Vanderbilt gets double teamed at the center line. Cambridge recovers, gets the ball over to Moore. Deep on the right side, 35-29. 5.49 to play, third quarter. Vandy playing on the court to our left, going right to left. Here comes Moore. Moore inside the circle. Shot no good, rebound taken by Maleshka. Ksenia in the front court, takes it all the way. And now we'll kick it across to Whittington, drove, fed the corner to Whitson for three, short, rebound Vanderbilt underneath. Chambers pulled it down. Now Cambridge across the line, out front with a chance, ends the ball to Moore, Vanderbilt working and looking to the post. Now Smith comes out, takes the top of the key, fires a long one there and hits it. They're going to call that a three. And she, yep, it was a three. Smith with two baskets, including a three-pointer,
28: 38-29.
1: All out of bounds. We'll go back to uh, Middle Tennessee. Timeout on the floor. 4.52 to play, third quarter. Vanderbilt 38, Middle Tennessee 29 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio
2: WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Today's third quarter presented by Grannison Associates, certified public accountant specializing in business and personal accounting along with tax services. Granison Associates, 615 895 1040, online at gcpas.com. The Raiders
1: put it in play, trailing by nine. Out front, Whitson to Dorsar. Are Working out front against Lachance. On the wing it goes to Gregory. Shovels it off to Whittington. They left her wide open at the free throw line. She got it to Maleska, and shot comes off the rim no good. I think if Alexis had realized it, she could have just taken it like a free throw. But the play was to get it to the post. Ball coming out to Lachance. Works right. Shovels it over to Cambridge to Chambers. Back out to Lachance. They run that shot down to 10. Smith comes left to Moore. Moore backs it up with five against Whittington. Four drives the lane. Threw up a running bank shot and missed it. And a foul on Vanderbilt on the rebound. Yeah, Moore got we
2: got whistle for the foul.
1: Be her second.
2: That wild shot by Moore almost went in. Yeah, almost did, and she was arguing that she did not commit the foul as well. Here's Dorsar
1: at the center line. They're not coming out there to uh, jump and double-team anymore. Whittington works to the free-throw line, stops, kicks it out to Whitson, the Maleska turns. May have been fouled by Cambridge. Let's see. Cambridge wound right up on the floor
2: with the basketball, but she committed the foul to
1: do so. So that is her first, team's fourth in the quarter. Checking back in is Washington.
2: Board's got her with two, Dick, so.
1: Maleshka, one for two at the line. First one good senior had 17 against Vanderbilt in the first meeting. She's got six tonight, 38-30. Hit them both,
28: 38-31.
1: And in backcourt, Whittington back there pressuring the Vanderbilt guard, LeChance Across the line to Cambridge, to Smith, top of the key. Back to Lachance. Back out front, it goes to Moore. Moore holding on the wing. Pass on the post to Washington. Gregory had the foul to prevent a layup. It's going to be three on Gregory. Third team foul. So going to the line, Sasha Washington, 6-2, a freshman. Pretty good looking player, free throw good. She has not missed many in this game. Free throws or field goals. 39-31. Hit them both. 40-31. to 31. Washington with 12. They've got three players in double figures. Here's Dorsar. Across the line. Now they do put pressure on the guard. Whitson across. Whittington open three. Count that one. And she got...
2: I was going to say she got pushed down or did she? I think she just fell down as yeah. she was backing up. I don't think there was any contact.
1: That's a Lee Company three for Alexis. It's 40 to 34. Raiders again cut it to six. And timeout. Bandy take that timeout. They did. 2.56. Timeout on the floor with a score. Vanderbilt's 40. Middle Tennessee 34 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
22: The Blue
0: Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS.
1: Vanderbilt will have possession. Side out, right in front of their bench. They put it in play to Washington. To Moore, top of the key. Backs it up, left side Smith for a long three. That's an air ball, and Dorsara will take it. She will bring it in the front court. Raiders down six. Dwart to bounce past left wing to Whittington. On the post, Maleska Turns down the baseline and a foul on Washington. And that'll be
2: four on Washington.
1: And right away, Chambers off the bench to check in for the 6-2 freshman Washington. Two shots coming for Maleska. Senior has been known as a second half player. And the free throw number one is good. 40 to 35. And missed that second one, but Whittington got the rebound. Alexis out on the left side, kicks it back out to Dorsar. Gregory. Bounce pass to Whitson, high post. They swing it around to Whittington on the left wing. Whittington comes inside the circle, backs it up against Cambridge, skip pass to Maleska. Maleska turns with a right-hand hook and scores. Waiters cut it to three. 40 to 37, and here comes the crowd. Cambridge to the right wing. Cambridge out front to Smith, behind the three-point circle. Shovels the pass left to Moore. Moore inside the circle, comes back to Cambridge. Cambridge puts it on the floor, comes down the baseline. Maleshka deflects it, goes in the corner to Moore. Back out to Lachance. Lachance underneath and the
2: shot clock will expire before they get a shot. Waiters take it on the turnover. Great defense that time by Middle Tennessee, their best defensive stand tonight. 40-37. 40 to 37.
1: Now Vanderbilt's going to pressure the ball in back court as Gregory brings it down. Back to door, Saar. Saar to Gregory. Changes directions on the dribble, bounce pass over to Saar with a minute 30 to play in the quarter. It's 40 to 37. Whittington inside the circle. Backs it up to Gregory on the wing inside Maleska. Back out, three in the air. Gregory, tie
28: ball game.
2: Great offensive execution, Ksenia Maleska knowing exactly what to do there. Unselfish play, and Jalen Gregory knocks it down. This game is tied at 40. I believe company three, her first of the
1: game. Moore hooks the pass out to Chambers. We go under a minute to play in the third. Chambers penetrates, or Cambridge penetrates,
2: and now we've got a held ball. Ksenia Maleska actually blocked the shot that was attempted by Chambers, a wild shot. Got loose and became a held ball, and it will go to Vanderbilt. They get the possession
1: arrow with 49 seconds left in the quarter. 40-40. Here's the out-of-bounds play. Gonna come in the corner.
2: DeMoore spinning on the baseline. Offensive foul against Moore. She extended her in. She extended her arm and knocked Lex Whittington to the floor as the shot clock was under five seconds. And just great positioning that time by Alexis Whittington. Here comes Gregory. Almost lost. Did lose the
1: dribble, and now Vanderbilt steals it. Here is Moore underneath layup. No good. Chamber, uh, Cambridge or Chambers will go to the line. Foul on Whittington is her first. And it will be neither of the two I mentioned. It will be Flournoy to the line. Flournoy, first time at the free throw line, misses the first one. She's at 71% for the season there. 37 seconds remaining. Third quarter, 40-40. to 40. Makes the second one. Vanderbilt goes back up by one. Raiders bring it down. Door, Saar in and backcourt against Flournoy. Double team, hooks the pass over to Gregory. Gregory comes back to Saar. Shot clock down to 15. Saar working out front. Still at long range. Now leaves the ball with Gregory. Changes directions. Goes to Whitson. Holding on a high post. Door. Three. In the air. Good! <laughs> sir, and the Raiders lead by two. 43-41. And that will be the score at the end of the third quarter. As Vandy misses the last second shot. End of three. Middle Tennessee. 43 43- Vanderbilt 41 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
9: This responsible gaming message is brought to you by the Tennessee Lottery. When you play the lottery, it's important to play responsibly. Know your limit and spend only what you can afford. Set a budget and stick to it. And remember, as long as you're having fun, you're always a winner in our book. The Tennessee Lottery is a proud supporter of National Problem Gambling Awareness Month. To learn more about problem gambling resources, visit tnlottery.com.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship
1: station for Blue Raiders Sports. Raiders get first possession, fourth quarter. Whittington out to door. Saar Raiders hit four three-pointers in the third. That had been the missing ingredient in their game. Saar works out front, fires long for three. Got it again. Back-to-back back threes by Saar. Six quick quick points for the senior. Raiders lead 46. 41, Vanderbilt in front court. Out front with the ball, Moore. Fires a jumper from 15, short, rebound Whittington. Whittington, going to clear it out to Whitson. Now it's loose on the floor. Whitson gets it to Saar, flips it across to Gregory. Gregory backs it up, gives it to Whittington. 46-41. Or Saar with the ball outside. She's hit back-to-back threes. Saar comes left to Gregory. Gregory comes on the high post to Whitson. They knock it out of her hands. Fight for the loose ball on the floor. And a foul on Maleshka. Everybody just going for the loose ball. Wow. Wow. Everybody going for a loose ball and Maleshka called for a foul.
2: Well, they could have caught a foul at the high post when Courtney Whitson had it ripped out of her arms, and they didn't blow the whistle there either. So curious call at best.
1: 46-41. Raiders leading. Here's Flournoy down the baseline. Gets it out front. Now in the corner to Moore on the travel. I don't know if they called it on Moore or Flournoy, but... Uh, I they caught it on Moore. She took the pass in the corner. 8.42 to play. Bandy Van- led by as many as 10 in the third quarter. The Raiders came back strong, led by two going into this period. Saar comes left, bounces it out front to Whittington, returns it to her point guard, Dorf Saar, back to Whittington, looking for Maleska on the post, decides instead to back it up. And they're gonna get Smith on a hold, I think. She had a handful of Maleska. Well, they have Decided to concentrate on Moleska, and well, they should. She had seven points in that third quarter. The ball coming in is gonna be knocked out by the defense. Raiders will play it in again with 8.24 left in this game. Whittington will put it in play. All the way out front to Dorsar. Sar backs it up. She'll go to Whittington on the left wing. Moleska trying to post up inside. Whittington comes left, got kind of trapped in the corner, then got tripped up by Cambridge, and they'll call a foul on Cambridge. That'll be her third. Second team foul. Raiders get it out of bounds with 8-11 to play. They'll set up three on the left side of the lane, one on the right, and Saar looking for somebody got it into Whittington put it on the floor back out to Maleska at long range against Demi Washington kicks it back out to Gregory and the Raiders have to reset 46-41 Raiders leading here's Saar. outside looking for an opening to the right fires it up there no good rebound knocked out front saved by Whitson and Gregory back to Whitson fresh shot clock. Over to Sar, Door on the bounce pass left to Whittington. Cross court, it goes to Whitson. And the one-on-one. Knocked free by Smith, and Vanderbilt comes up with a steal. Yeah, he can't bring the ball down in front of the defender. Too, many, too many quick hands. Cambridge to Smith coming down the baseline. Throws
2: it over in the first row. But I believe and, she stepped out of bounds on the baseline before doing so. Good defense that time by Courtney Whitson. Courtney did exactly what you're taught to do. She went to the baseline and put a foot right there on the baseline, forcing the player to go out of bounds. Gregory in front court. Gives to Dor Saar with
1: 7.18 to play. Raiders leading 46-41. Nobody scored since Saar hit that three-pointer earlier. Dor with the ball outside. Comes around to Maleska screen. Fires up a jumper, no good, rebound. Clingley to Washington for Vanderbilt, over in front court to Flournoy. She'll pull up at the foul line. That one is gonna bounce in. Got a good bounce. It's her first two points. 46, 43, and pressure in the back court from Vanderbilt. Dorsar with the ball. Brings it across into the front court. Still pressured out front by Moore. Comes down the near side, right in front of the Raider bench. Over to Gregory, back to Whitson, open three out there. No good, long rebound, Whittington. Back to Gregory, over to Saar, fresh shot clock. 46-43, Raiders a three-point lead and now a whistle stops play, what is this? get 12, I think. Demi Washington, I think she was holding. Maleska probably. Uh, Gregory actually on the cut. Okay. That's a fourth team foul. All in the corner to Sar. Pull up three. is no good. Air ball. Takeoff by Cambridge. Comes right down the middle. Cambridge against Gregory. Drives. Gregory's picked up her fourth. I was going to say either Gregory or Maleska. They were both trying to stop the drive. And it'll be banded to the free throw line. So Jalen... Got to watch it now. She's got four fouls. Cambridge will have two at the line. First one rolls off, no good. 6-10 to play. Middle Tennessee 46, Vanderbilt 43. Winner goes to the next round of the WNIT. Second shot good. Cambridge with 11. And it's a two-point game at 46-44. And again, Vanderbilt pressuring the ball in backcourt. Sarr to bring it down. Comes down the far side. In the corner, Whitson. Puts it on the floor. Drives in the lane. Stops. backs it up.
2: Offensive foul. Courtney Whitson, her third. Third team
1: foul in the quarter, And Vanderbilt will have it. As we have just a tick under six minutes left to play, 46-44. Cambridge brings it across the line. Cambridge works the pass, gets the ball right back in the circle. Smith put it on the floor, dropped it. Comes back outside to Moore. Moore coming left, got double teamed in the corner down the baseline. A runner there, and we've got a whistle. She
2: stepped on the sideline. A violation against Vanderbilt. That will be a turnover. That drop step when they go to push off to head to the basket, when you're in that corner behind the three-point line, you're off awfully close to the sideline, and that's what happens.
1: Here's Gregory with the ball in backcourt. Gregory negotiating around Flournoy, gets it over the door, Saw Raiders leading by two with the ball. High post Whitson. Underneath, Whittington, wide open layup, ran the back door down the baseline. Great pass from Whitson to Whittington, timeout on the floor. We'll see if this is gonna be a full timeout. It will be, 5.22 to play with timeout. Middle Tennessee, 48, Vanderbilt 44 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
15: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career, or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
7: Switching is easy. You do it all the time. You switch on the lights, you switch on TV channels, and you can switch and save with State Farm. Hello, I'm State Farm Agent Deb Insel, and I can switch you over so you can start saving today. My team and I are ready to welcome you to State Farm Neighborhood. It's easy to switch and save. Just give me a call at 931-684-5274. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: 5.22 left in the game. Raiders lead by four points. Let's pause 10 for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee basketball.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play
1: here. Vanderbilt brings it down in the front court. Raiders with a four-point lead. Trailed by as many as 10 in that third quarter before coming back. And now inside, they work to a wide open more for a layup.
2: Actually, it was the same play Middle Tennessee ran on the previous possession. They just got a backdoor cut down the baseline. 48-46. Raiders
1: by two in front court. Here's Saar, high post to Courtney Whitson. She'll look under. That backdoor's not there. He gives to Saar for three. It's no good. Vanderbilt with the rebound. And they've got Sasha Washington back in there with her four fouls. Gregory also has four for the Raiders. Fournoy with the ball right over in front of the Vanderbilt bench across the way. Starts in, loses it. Picked up by Whitson. Clears the pass out to Dorsar. Dorsar coming down the far side. Kicks it out to Whitson. Thought about a three, but got it into Maleska. One-on-one. Kicks in the corner.
2: Gregory for three. Got it. Again, great ball rotation and movement. Ksenia Maleska once again. Unselfish play finding the open shooter. 51
1: 46, Raiders by five as we go under four minutes to play. Smith for Vanderbilt comes left, back out to Moore, outside that three-point line guarded by Whittington. Fires
2: up a long three and misses. Oh, no, 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 no. What was the call? That's an Academy Award-winning performance right there, Mr. Palmer. There was no contact there, but they're going to call foul on... Alexis Whittington will put the Vanderbilt player at the line for three shots. Uh, and that was uh, that was um, I, I don't have words for that one
1: 344 to play. First one is bouncing no good. 51-46.
2: Middle Tennessee State University, named one of the best in the U.S. by the Princeton Review for the third year in a row. MTSU become True Blue. Moore hits
1: the second up three. 51-47, one more. And got two out of three. 51-48. Raiders by three, and still in the backcourt, we got a loose ball, what's the call there? They're gonna call a foul on Alexis Whittington. Whittington whistled for another foul. Yep. That'll give the ball back to Vanderbilt.
2: That's a 15 foul, we will put them on the line. Oh my. And it's going to be three on Whittington.
1: The officials are discussing maybe whether it was an offensive foul or
2: what, you think? I have no idea what they're discussing. They was signaling like they were going to reset the shot clock, but it's the fifth foul.
1: Man going to get it out of bounds. So I guess they ruled it was an offensive foul. Yeah. Ball coming in to Moore. Kicks it over in the corner for a three by Smith. That's no good. Gregory snares the rebound down the baseline. Dorsar in front court. Right ring, Whittington open three. He is no good off the rim. Rebound, Maleska clears it out. Double team. Comes back to Gregory. Gregory thought about a three. Got it back out front to Dorsar. 51-48. Sar. Working left, into Maleska. They got 50 holding there at Smith. And for
2: Smith, that'll be her fourth. So two post players on the floor for Vanderbilt, Washington and Moore with four.
1: Raiders ball out of bounds. That's the fourth foul on Vanderbilt. And now the inbounds
2: pass deflected, intercepted, coming our way, out of bounds to the Raiders. Boy, what a break for Middle Tennessee. They tried to force the inbounds pass to Moleska on the post. Vanderbilt did a nice job defensively, just knocking it away, and then when they tried to throw the outlet pass, it just was errant and went out of bounds. Here's Whittington to Whitson, back to Alexis, and she
1: stepped out of bounds.
2: Yeah, no, Courtney Courtney made a bad play there, Dick. She didn't give Alexis time to get back in bounds and handed her the basketball. Just a... So a couple of unusual turnovers here. We'll give
1: it back to Vanderbilt with three minutes to play and the Raiders leading 51-48. Here's Cambridge in front court, high post to Smith. Turns, faces Maleska. kicks it over there to Flournoy. She's outside the three-point line, comes back to the middle, shovels the pass over to Moore. Moore fires up a long three, unless she tried to flop again, didn't get, uh, didn't get the whistle that time, and it's out of bounds to the Raiders. Danner- Whittington will inbound. Van Rist going to go back in that man-to-man press. All into Gregory coming down the far side. Stops just before crossing the center line and gets it back to Saar. Saar in front court. 51-48 Raiders. Raiders now there's a foul, and that's, uh, I think, a break for the Raiders. That will put Saar at the free throw line on the fifth foul committed there by Flournoy.
2: Yeah, Flournoy. Yes. Foul her twice and whistled the second one. She bumped her hard initially, and then when Saar went on the crossover, she got her across the arm.
1: Now Chance checks in for Flournoy, and Dorsar at the line, shooting a pair, and the first one is good. 52-48. One more for the senior guard. Get them both. She's got 13, 53, 48. Raiders again by five. LaChance in front court. 2.21 to play. Gives it outside to Smith. They back off. She can shoot the three now. Stops. Throws it out of bounds. We've got a collision in the lane between Gregory and, and, and LaChance. Yeah, they're going to call on Gregory. She just fouled out of the basketball game. So Jalen has fouled out with 2.13 to play. Probably bring Blakely back in. There she is coming off the bench. Jalen tonight, a pair of threes, eight points. She's worked hard. And at the line with a chance, shooting a pair. First one good, it's her first point in the game. 53-49. And one more. She hit them both. 53-50. Now the Raiders in backcourt to Courtney Blakely. Blakely comes across, they double-team her. gets the ball to Whittington, back to Courtney. Blakely has it out front. We go under two minutes. High post, Maleska to Blakely. Couldn't find her way in there, goes to the hoop, and then lost the handle out of bounds. It will go to Vanderbilt.
2: Dick, she needed to get the, hat, the basketball out of her hands. She, she had Sasha Washington on her. She was not gonna get that shot off. Needed to share the basketball there.
1: 53-50, Raiders by three. Cambridge on the left wing. Free throw line, 18 footer, no good by Smith. Rebound Whittington to Dorsar. Sar gonna bring it into the front court with one thirty-eight to play. Raiders leading 53-50. Hands to Blakely. Blakely working outside. Blakely back to Saul. and went off her knee into the back court and that'll be an over and back. So the ball will go back to Vanderbilt with 1.22 to play.
2: Middle Tennessee with 19 turnovers in this basketball game, Dick, and a lot of them are just really unforced errors due to the pressure applied by Vanderbilt. That was another one.
1: All right, here's Lachance into Cambridge. And Cambridge almost lost it. And now we've got a foul on Blakely.
26: Yeah,
2: the official, the official kept the ball from going out of bounds. She, I thought. she did. There was nothing she could do, though, Dick. I mean, it hit her in the foot. I mean, it's just they are a part of the floor. So it'd be no different than if it hit a player. So...
1: Two free throws for Cambridge. The first one good. 53-51. And one more for the senior guard. Made them both. 53-52. Raiders lead is one. They turned it over the last couple of possessions. Lorsar into the front court, guarded by LeChance. Getting ready to hit the one-minute mark. High post, Courtney Whitson. Turns, comes left to Saar. saw on the dribble. Shot clock's down to six. Need to get one away. Whitson out of the corner for three. It's deflected. Taken by Vanderbilt. Washington deflected the shot. Cambridge picked it up. Cambridge with 40 seconds left, comes right. Smith, back to Cambridge, drives through there and will call a foul on Maleska. That'll be her fourth. And with 32 seconds left, Vanderbilt's gonna shoot free throws. And it's Cambridge back to the line.
2: First one no good. Got a box out here, got to get a rebound. Vanderbilt's been doing a great job. This and one to tie.
1: She tied it with a free throw. Raiders take a timeout. 32 seconds left, 53-53. Raiders will get the ball in front court. After the timeout, we'll take a bonus break here. Timeout on the floor. Game tied. 32 seconds left. Don't go anywhere on the Blue Raider Network from Newfield.
10: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery
3: of the Murfreesboro Post. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? Use it online, in stores, or add it to your mobile wallet. You can even use it at the two ATMs on campus if you need some cash. Visit one of Ascend's four Murfreesboro branches or visit Ascend online at ascend.org. Bank where Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union, exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Later in today's game, we'll be
2: presenting the game-changing moment presented by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic and the Surgy Center. MMC is Southern Middle Tennessee's premier medical group dedicated to providing both primary and specialty care for your entire family at MMC. Your health is our mission. And I'm not sure we've had the game-changing moment as of yet, Mr. Palmer. Gracie Dodgen has checked into the game.
1: She, as you know, is a three-point shooter. Ball coming into Dorsar, 53-53 are out front. Guarded out there by Lauren, no, by Moore. Raiders running the clock down a little bit. It's about a two second difference in the two clocks. 53-53. Bounce pass high post to Maleska. Maleska comes right. Drives for the hoop. Lays it up. Fouled with yeah. eight seconds left. And if it's on Washington, she's gone. But it's nice on 50 Smith and she's gone. So Smith has fouled out with 8.8 remaining in the game. She had five uh, points all in the third quarter. And the Raiders will have free throws coming for Maleska. The seniors, what, two, four, six? She said four of six in the game. Vanderbilt got a sub in, they did. Chambers came back in. So Maleshka at the
2: line, first one is up and good. First points for Middle Tennessee in about four minutes. 54-53, one more.
1: 8.8 seconds remaining. Good, she stepped up there and hit them both. Timeout Vanderbilt, 55-53. Now they will get the ball in front court.
2: That's the uh, that's the new rule, the, the, actually it's an NBA rule. Right. And, and it's been in the women's game for a couple years yep. now, so uh, just something that uh, we uh, have, you know, have seen deployed just like this and it's an advantage so you've got timeouts left late in the game you can call a timeout and have the ball brought into front court side front court so you're not having to bring the ball the length of the floor which uh, helps uh, helps you offensively and uh, defensively you know i don't know that it makes that big a difference you're, you're not having to defend the entire floor uh, the only thing it does prohibit the defense from doing is forcing a little extra time off the clock now the question is,
1: uh, would Bandy go for the game-winning shot, or would they just want to get a tie? That uh, that will be a coach's decision.
2: Well, Vanderbilt three of nine from range on the evening. If you're going to have a three-point shot, it's probably going to be more. She's made two of the three three-pointers taken by Vanderbilt, uh, but she's also probably their primary offensive threat. You're going to have to defend her and make somebody else beat you. It wouldn't surprise me if they don't try to go inside to Washington and see if they can get the old-fashioned three-point play. She's a big physical presence in the post. The Mill Tennessee's at times tonight had a hard time defending her. So it will be inbounded by Flournoy, side front court, offensive
1: court. She will take a look and get it out to Moore. Moore coming left on the dribble, six. Five Backdoor pass,
2: shot no good, out of bounds. 1.8 left. It was a block by Maleska. Maleska did a great job. I think stars asking for him to look at the replay. The Vanderbilt player is down. That's Cambridge, I think. Right.
1: And I think. Now the players are going over to their respective benches.
2: And I don't. It looks like Cambridge. I don't know if she's cramping or not. It looks like they're working on her right calf, so it may be a cramp. Take a quick. So was the call? Uh, it was a block shot out of bounds to Vanderbilt. So that call have the ball, right? But I think they're going to take a look at it on the monitor. And as they do that, let's take a quick look. Our Sin Federal Credit Union scoreboard: two thirty-eight remaining third quarter in Milwaukee and Marquette has taken a three-point lead on Toledo, 68-65. Winner of
1: that game, of course, will play the winner of this game in a it'll be a quarter-final. Correct.
2: A round, the, of, a round of eight, how about that? The yes. Elite eight. There you go. Now that's probably a copyrighted term and I can't use that. Well, so I think you can my, go
1: ahead. You've got my permission. My apologies. Now they are checking
2: in uh, Demi Washington, Vanderbilt is. Trying to see if that ball was actually blocked by Maleska or if the ball was just lost out of bounds on the shot, I think is what the officials are trying to determine from our angle, which is side court, and we're looking through the number of bodies. I believe the shot was blocked by Maleska, so it's probably going to be Vanderbilt's basketball, and I think that's what they have determined. It'd be under their basket with 1.8. I think they'll put two, two on there. Yeah. So they're, they were also probably checking the time as well. So you don't want to give up a three-pointer here, right? This is, gotta be careful.
1: They're gonna have Flournoy to inbound. I think Cambridge left after she was injured. Yeah, she's, she was cramping, so I'm not. She got it out there. More for three. No good, and the Raiders win. Raiders win. Wow. Raiders win. 55-53. Middle Tennessee. Holy cow. second time this
2: season will take down the Commodores lightning in front of us is as happy as anyone in the house Mr. Palmer I tell you what there was a point in the third quarter I'm not sure I'd have given you much of a chance for this team to come back but boy they got off the deck in the third quarter with a four of six performance in the third quarter shot just about 70 percent from the floor in quarter number three and somehow found a way to win and Ksenia Molesky, with two of the biggest free throws of her career salted this one away. All right, We'll be
1: back with our post game show. We'll talk about it more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
18: Hey Blue Raiders. Thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo, cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656.
25: At Kroger, we believe fresh means holding our produce to a higher standard. That's why we do up to a 27-point inspection on our produce. Like for citrus, we check for things like scarring and sunburn. Yep, oranges can sunburn. And we'll make sure you never see it. In fact, we only allow the best oranges, lemons, and grapefruits to reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh for everyone, we believe the juice is worth the squeeze. Kroger,
7: fresh for everyone. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect accent rug or choosing a good night's sleep over an all-night crime show binge. It feels really good to make the right insurance decision, too. That's why State Farm is here, to help you select the right protection at the right price. Hello, I'm State Farm agent Deb Insel, and I'll make sure that you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm, it's easy to make the right choice. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: Let's recap today's MTSU game. Welcome to the postgame show. Blue Raider basketball is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, America's number one exit office. Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. And by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, official team physicians for Blue Raider Athletics. Once again, here's the voice of the Lady Raiders,
1: Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome into our post-game show as the Raiders win 55-53 over Vanderbilt and improve to 26-7 on the year. Vanderbilt ends its season 16 and 19. Our Exit Realty postgame show brought to you by Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates, agents Richard Lewis, Tim Page, Chip Walters, and Brad Hopkins, the number one Exit Realty office in the United States. Find them online at ExitMurfreesboro.com. All Vanderbilt in the first half. They led 21-10 at the quarter, led 29-21 at the half. Raiders staged a comeback late in the third quarter, actually took a two-point lead, uh, by the end of the quarter, 43-41. to 41. Dorsar led that uh, comeback with a couple of threes and also two other threes, one from Gregory and one from Alexis Whittington. And the Raiders were able to maintain their lead throughout a very tight fourth quarter and win 55-53. Vanderbilt misses a three-point shot as the time expired. We will uh, check all the stats later on. Our player of the game, and we'll have Coach Ensel's postgame comments coming up as you listen to the Exit Realty postgame show on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS.
2: Welcome back to the Exit Realty. Bob Lamb and Associates postgame show. Victorious Murphy Center tonight. The Lady Raiders defeat Vanderbilt 55-53. I'm joined now by tonight's Bill Ford Tough Player of the Game, Dor Sar. Dor on the night, 13 points, three rebounds, two assists on the night. Hit two big three-pointers in that what I would say pivotal third quarter where Middle Tennessee came back and gets the win. Fans, visit buyfordnow.com for all Ford makes and models because the best trucks are built for tough. And, Uh that was, just, that was just a tough win. That was a tough, gritty basketball game. Vanderbilt, especially in that first half, I thought you guys struggled a little bit with their athleticism and their the length, press, and they right? put the pressure on you. But found a way in the second half to kind of come back. And that third quarter, I think, was the turning point where you guys – We're down by as many as 10 in the third quarter. Found a way to get your nose in front by the end of the third quarter and then just gutted it out and made free throws in the end.
29: Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, I'm just so proud of this team because we didn't have anything going on for us tonight, you know. Uh, But, you know, we just fought through it, okay. We found a way to win. Um, Our defense was really good at the end, and I'm just so proud of, you know, this team and each one of us because this this. This win is huge for us, you know, playing Vanderbilt in the Glass House, you know, remain undefeated at home. So we knew what is uh, on stake, and we just needed, you know, to find a way to win, and I'm so happy we found one.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You overcame 19 turnovers, which was an unusual number for you guys. And, again, give Vanderbilt credit. Their defense forced a lot of that. They were –
28: Definitely.
2: Pressured you the majority of that, probably – three and a half quarters there was a few times they kind of came all the way back but typically they were picking you up about three quarters and really kind of forcing a lot of play at the mid court line
29: no yeah i'll give uh credit to vennery they're a really good defensive team i mean their uh press full court press is really good um we did struggle with it at the beginning but i think in the second half we did a better job um adapting and you know and you know that's what great team do you know as the game goes along they adapt to whatever the defense is doing. So I think we did a good job to that and that's uh, I wanna give credit to the coaches that showed us how to do it.
2: Absolutely. And then Cassinha comes in there with two two big free throws and, and again also late. There's a defensive play down there. She goes she goes straight up, knocks the ball out of bounds and really puts Vanderbilt in a tough spot with that last possession, two seconds and they're gonna have to, you know, inbound and get a quick shot.
29: I'll tell you what, I think Xenia was, the, like, in the last two minutes, every play, defensive play she got it, offensive play, you know. Um, she was huge for us tonight, and I'm just so proud of her. Um, and the two big free throws at the end really closed it. Um, and yeah, that de- defensive stop. So it's really great to have her on the team, and I'm very grateful for that.
2: Well, big win. You get means you get one more game. Don't know whether it's going to be Toledo or Marquette. That game's pretty close in the fourth quarter. Right. Uh, so we won't know whether it will be here in Murfreesboro or if right. you have to go on the road. But if this is the last time in the glass house, wow. What a way to go out, right?
29: Yeah, and I want just. When I want to take this minute and say, if I'm not going to come back here anymore, that I really enjoyed playing here. Like This place is special. This program is, pl- is special. This gym, the glasshouse, is special, and I'm just so grateful for the opportunity, and I'm so uh, proud of this team.
2: Well, we would also say you're a special basketball player. Thanks for coming here and giving us giving us one great year.
29: I appreciate it. Thank you for having
2: me. All right, that's Dorsar. She's been our... Built for a tough player of the game, will step aside and take a break. More with the Exit Realty Bob Laman and Associates game show as Middle Tennessee wins tonight 55-53 over Vanderbilt. This is Lady Raider basketball from Learfield.
10: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
6: Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS.
1: Welcome back in to our Exit Realty Bob Lambert Associates postgame show. As the Raiders defeat Vanderbilt for the second time this season and for the fourth straight time since a loss in postseason in 2012. Little Tennessee is now 14-8 against Vanderbilt all-time in women's basketball. For the Raiders, you just heard from Dorsar, one of our stars of the game, uh, Kacenia Maleska, also going down to the interview room as a star in the game, star of the game, and
2: those two really put the team on their shoulders late in the game. Uh, you know, and you heard Dor, Dor mention it as well. You know, she in the third quarter put the team on her. On her back, two big three-pointers, in Maleska, not only with the two free throws, Dick, but the defensive play on the block down here with two seconds remaining to go to block the shot and not commit the foul and force Vanderbilt to have to take a take the ball inbounds from the baseline with only two seconds remaining.
1: Yeah, they got the uh, they got the pass from under the basket, a, a long pass out to Moore, who was their best three-point shooter, but she was a long way from the three-point line when she caught it. She threw it up, uh, had, to, had to let it go just right away with, with one point, uh, uh, two points sec- seconds left on the clock, 1.8. I think they changed it to two, but uh, the shot fell off the rim, and the game was over. And the Raiders win it and will advance to the uh, Elite Eight quarterfinals of the Women's National Invitation Tournament. This is as far as Middle Tennessee has gone in postseason. By the way,
2: this is yeah, this is uncharted waters for this program.
1: Okay, let's take a look at some stats, and uh, Coach Ensel will be out here shortly for his comments.
2: First, we'll take a look at the uh, team stats. First, for Vanderbilt on the night, they're 18 of 45 for 40 percent, three of 10 from range for 30 percent, and 14 of 20 from the free throw line for 70 percent. Middle Tennessee on the night, 19 of 47, 40 percent, seven of 24 from the three-point line, but they were in the second half, they were six of 13 in the second half. They were one of 11 in the first half, so finished seven of 24 for 29%, and 10 of 12 from the free throw line for 83%. Rebounds went Middle Tennessee's way 30 to 28. Turnovers, Middle Tennessee won that battle, unfortunately, 19-17. Middle Tennessee had 12 assists on 19 made baskets. Vanderbilt had five assists made on 18 made baskets. Vanderbilt had picked up 10 steals and Middle Tennessee picked up nine steals. You look at the specialty stats, points off turnovers, Middle Tennessee wins that one 20 to 12. Points in the paint 24-20 Middle Tennessee. Second chance points 5-0 Lady Raiders. Fast break points, point 6-4 in favor of Vanderbilt. And Middle Tennessee's bench outscored Vanderbilt's bench 6, uh, excuse me, 14 to 6. Some individual numbers now for you now leading the way for Vanderbilt. A pair of players with 14 points apiece, Jordan Cambridge and Ayanna Moore, both had 14, 12 points for Sasha Washington on the night. No other Vanderbilt player in double figures. Five points for Kalen Smith, three points apiece for Chambers and Flournoy, one point for Lachance, two points for Kalen Smith. Uh, Demi Washington played and did not score. For Middle Tennessee, led in scoring by... Dorsar, who had 13 points on the night, strength of 3 of 11. All three of those were three-pointers. She was 3 of 7 from range, 4 of 4 from the free-throw line. 12 points for Ksenia Maleska, 3 of 7 from the floor, but a strong 6 of 8 from the charity stripe, including the two big ones to put Middle Tennessee up by 2. Courtney Whitson had 9 points, 4 points for Anastasia Boldoreva, 7 points for Alexis Whittington, who missed sometime. Uh, during the game due to getting a little bit banged up two points for courtney blakely gracie dodge and played and did not score and middle tennessee led by two at the end of third quarter both teams had 12 points apiece in quarter number four and middle tennessee gets the victory 55-53 those stats brought to you by our friends from granison associates certified public accountants specializing in business specializing you should say in business and personal accounting along with tax services Grannison Associates, 615-895-1040, or online at gcpas.com.
1: We will take a break. Coach Ensel will be out for his postgame comments shortly as you listen to our Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates postgame show on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
22: The Blue Raiders on News Radio
1: WGNS Murfreesboro Smyrna, and welcome back into our postgame show as Middle Tennessee wins tonight's uh, matchup over the Vanderbilt Commodores by a score of fifty-five to fifty-three, and uh, that coupled with uh, the men's game last night, we had two that uh, were not too good on the old uh, on the old heart, were they? As that. That overtime game, double overtime game, uh, last night in the in the men's uh, game in Florida. And then this one went right down to the final second as the Raiders uh, pulled off a win. Vanderbilt had the last possession, got the last shot in the game. It didn't go in.
2: Couldn't get it to go down. Middle Tennessee defensively really picked it up, especially in the second half. And offensively, they got it untracked. Give Vanderbilt a lot of credit. They played a fantastic. They had a great game plan. They played a r- fantastic basketball game. And really bothered middle tennessee with their athleticism and their defensive pressure all night long but the lady raiders in the second half found the solution uh in the third quarter it was dorsar with a couple big three-pointers at the end it was Ksenia malashka with a couple big free throws but through the entire night it was really good defense by middle tennessee as they again struggled to keep up with the athleticism of vanderbilt but this is a gutty gritty basketball team dick one of my favorite of my tenure here uh, doing games for women's basketball. This has been a fun team to watch, and I'm glad there's at least one more. This team has advanced
1: uh, farther in postseason than any Blue Raider team that in my recent, in my memory, and I haven't been here for all 47 years, but uh, this team is now into the quarterfinals of the WNIT. I know we've been to the, uh, the round of... Uh, 16 a couple of times, but haven't been able to push it any farther than that. But uh, this team pushed it over tonight and wins by the slimmest of margins, but the margin is on the board, 55-53. And the game that we're
2: keeping track of to see who Middle Tennessee will play, 154 remaining fourth quarter in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Toledo with a two-point lead, 84-82. Okay, we will uh, try to get the coach over
1: here. He's uh, talking with some Blue Raider fans now, and he's going to be, <laughs> got his shirt tail out, and he's ready to talk as uh, the Raiders win it by a score of 55 to 53. Coach, congratulations. <laughs> what did they say he did? They said he, get, he said,
18: let's go. I can't watch it. <laughs>
1: am i on yeah i was uh, i wanted to put you on on that conversation but i didn't oh yeah well you probably shouldn't have (laughs) well congratulations coach on on the win and uh i commented earlier that i think this is the farthest a middle tennessee women's team has gone in postseason i think
18: tony said that we had gone this far one time before i don't know i don't remember he he said it was against Temple. but uh, I don't know. Well, well I know well, one
1: thing. I know we're there right now. There you go. And that uh, game we're watching, Toledo and and Marquette. We already seen Marquette. We know Toledo is good because they're out of the MAC, and, and every time we've played a MAC team, it's been a battle. So oh, yeah, we don't know who we're going to play yet. Well,
18: you're not. It's not supposed to. When you get this far, it's not supposed to be easy, Dick. And. Uh, Whoever it is, we'll play them. I'll go. I'll go into any game with my little bunch. They don't quit. They don't give up. They take their their butt joints and and get back in there and they play to the best of their ability. Uh, Jalen Gregory knocked down some big threes for us. A door some big threes. Alexis Whittington playing hurt, knocked down a big three, knocked down a two backdoor two that we call. Um, you know, they just. I, I just love them. I love them to death.
1: This place got silent as a tomb when Alexis went down, and you went out there uh, with well, the trainer. I, and uh, I, I was
18: I was I was pretty uh, upset myself because that kid has played hard for this program, these fans, uh, her teammates all year long, with not as much fanfare as some of the others get, but from me she gets it. Because I know what she does, I know how important she is to us. She come back up when they called, told me that she was uh, that it was kind of a bruise, uh, and doctor I think Dr. Jordan looked at it, then Dr. Patel and Dr. Jordan both got together and Jonathan, they said she's okay. Hey, here we go. She and wanted to go back, didn't she? Oh. <laughs> it wasn't even
1: no hesitation. <laughs> Kid's tough. Very, very tough. Well, Cassini Maleska, well, she uh, she played big tonight. She got the block on their last shot when they tried to go inside uh, down the baseline and blocked that shot out of bounds without fouling, and uh, and gave you some big points in the paint in the second half. She did. That was a that was a lot of big
18: plays, a lot of big plays, and uh, she did what she's what we work her to do. She put she went in there and got fouled. And she put her free throws in. Uh, you know, I was real proud of her.
1: Vanderbilt put some tough defense on us, and first half particularly, enforced some turnovers, which we were to, uh, You know, Vanderbilt's you, a good team. Yeah.
18: they're a very good team. They won two games in the SEC tournament, and then they were a tough out. So, you know, Vanderbilt's a good team. You know, uh, I'm. You know, you don't look at their record. They she has done a tremendous job with them. Uh, she'll put that program back where it needs to be. Her players play hard. They're very coachable.
1: Hey, they, she's done a great job. I give. I, I tip my hat to them. Take us inside the huddle now. They've got the ball under the basket, two seconds to play. What were you guys well, telling your team? coming out, we started to play a, a zone.
18: And the last minute, I, uh, you, you know, kind of go back to what Bear Bryant says, you better dance with what brung you. And what's brung us is our man-to-man defense. And we knew Kim Bruton had to scout. She knew exactly where they were going. They were going to that lob. And what we wanted to do was to make sure that we knocked that lob or made them pass the ball out and they ended up having to take like a 35 36 uh, foot or forced foot uh three pointer. Uh, it was close but it wasn't uh, wasn't on, on line. But uh, you know, uh, it's just uh, the we we said knock the ball out of bounds but don't fail if we can and that's what Cassinia did.
1: Well, she she earned her uh she earned her post meal tonight no doubt about that. Uh, they it, it,
18: let me tell you something. It didn't have anything to do with winning. Winning that getting that postgame meal. These kids played hard. day. They, they get what they need need and what they deserve. And a lot of that comes back to the fact of our next level club and our season ticket holders and our people that invest in Middle Tennessee State University. This this is these are their athletes, and they play they play to them. And tonight I was so proud of our crowd. I was proud of all of our people at the Middle Tennessee that that did what they had to do to get our band here, cheerleaders, our mascot, and, and you know just tremendous, tremendous crowd. Nice crowd coming down
1: from Nashville uh, to support their team tonight, too. That was good. That was nice of them. So the Raiders will advance to the Elite Eight. Is
18: that it? The That's Elite it. Eight? Proud of them, Dick. Very proud of them, you've been with me the whole way. It's been a tough, tough. you know, it's been enjoyable though. I've enjoyed this year as much. Well, after what I went through last year, and I know we went to NCAA tournament, but you know, at that time, I didn't know how much more I was gonna coach. And uh, this little group's come along and they saved my life. I'm gonna be honest with you, they saved my life. They saved my coaching life because they give me something to get up for every morning because I know that when they come in here, they're gonna work hard and practice. They're gonna play for each other. They're not. There's no. There's no drama, uh, and their own time, and they love it. And that's what I love about them. And I think that's why our fan base loves them so much.
1: Well said, Coach. All right, we're looking forward to the next one.
18: All right, Dick, we'll let you know one way or the other. It'll either be a plane ride. We ain't taking no bus. <laughs> I tell you that. <laughs> All right, we'll be coming back here, and let's hope that Chris and them have done their homework and we're coming back here Sunday or Monday one.
1: All right, Coach, thanks for coming out. All right, see you. Coach Rick Hensel with his postgame comments. Raiders win by a score of 55-53, and we'll be back to wrap it up after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
15: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS.
1: And welcome back for the final time for our Exit Realty. Bob Lambert Associates post-game show. We wish we could tell you where and whom the Raiders will be playing next, but we can't do that yet because the other uh, game in the uh, round of 16
2: is still underway. It is underway. 25 seconds remaining in Milwaukee. And Toledo has just hit two free throws to take an eight-point lead over Marquette. It's 90-82 to with 25 seconds remaining in that contest. And, Dick, I'm not sure we properly identified the MMC game-changing moment. Well, let's do that. And I think we, you and I agree, it was that third quarter where Middle Tennessee picked up their offense. They were 7 of 11 in the quarter for 63%, 4 of 6, from range for 66%, and they hit four of six free throws in that quarter. Offensively, Middle Tennessee came alive tr- after trailing by ten in that quarter. Dorsar with a couple of big three-pointers uh, to help pave the way. And then, of course, at the end, Ksenia Maleska hitting two big free throws and playing good defense, and the Lady Raiders find a way to move on. So <coughs> so it will
1: be <laughs> – Choked That's, you up. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Well, no, it was uh, it was a long game. <laughs> <laughs> 55-53, the final score. Maleska with 12, Sar with 13, the only two Raiders in double figures. And for Vanderbilt, Cambridge 14, Moore 14, and Washington 12 to lead the Commodores. Raiders now 26-7 and 7 as they will go into the
2: next round. And it looks uh, it looks like the game in Milwaukee has gone final. It appears that Toledo has won the game 92-82. Okay, so Toledo
1: wins. Middle Tennessee will play Toledo. The only other thing we have to determine is where and when. And uh, that will probably be decided sometime tonight.
2: Yeah, to Marquette uh, got out. Toledo outscores Marquette 22-8 in the fourth quarter to take the 10-point victory.
1: Okay. That will uh, kind of wrap us up here. Stay uh, s- stay tuned to your social media. Uh, there should be something forthcoming tonight, if not early in the morning, as the Raiders will play Toledo in the uh, Elite Eight, round of eight in the uh, tournament, women's WNIT. For uh, Dwayne Hickey and uh, Jake Wallman, Jake uh, working his last game for us tonight as a producer. Jake, if you'll open your microphone and tell us what in the world is happening with you.
26: I will be moving to Cookville. Uh, I got a job earlier this month at Stonecom Radio. Uh, the great people up there uh, have made me part of their team, and I will be starting uh, this Monday, March 28th.
1: Well, we will miss hearing your voice through our headphones and... Uh, uh, miss our uh, our football wrap ups with you, but we wish you the best of luck. Congratulations on on the new position, and we wish you nothing but the best.
26: Absolutely, Jake. Congratulations. If if I could say one more thing, um, WGNS is a real family, and um, yeah, I just want if if Brian's out there listening, our our station manager Brian, I want to thank him for giving me the opportunity to produce women's and men's basketball and baseball and football and getting to put uh, my own touch, my own personal touch on things. Um, it's been a true blessing the past three years. And um, if I ever get the chance to come back and do it again, I'll do it.
1: All right, Jake, thank you. been great working with you for Dwayne Hickey. This is Dick Palmer. And that's our wrap up uh, from tonight from the Murphy center, more Raider basketball coming as, uh, Coach Earl used to always tell me, "Stay tuned on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield."
0: Thanks for listening to today's broadcast
1: of NTSU
0: Women's Basketball. Good luck, Blue man. Raider Thanks, Jay. Basketball good luck, my is presented good luck. by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Our coverage is also brought to you by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, America's number one exit office, and by. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.